0: Log Talk Radio.
1: most important things because the subconscious mind really has fundamental programs of life that we acquire from our parents, our family, our community uh, between uh, the last trimester of pregnancy and the first seven years. So this is why nature created the first seven years of a child's life to download how to be a member of a family and a society and a culture by strictly observing other people. It's actually a brain function, it's a Equivalent of hypnosis. Yes. Okay? So the fundamental programs of your subconscious are not yours. The conscious mind is yours. That's the creative mind. Well, the issue is that the conscious mind uh, can travel in time. What are you doing next week? Yeah. Your mind lets go of the moment, goes to next week. What did you do last week? Let's go of the moment, and you move into last week. Or I say, Ty, think of something in your head. Uh, and the moment you're thinking, you're not paying attention. Well, this is what the function of the subconscious comes in. When you're not paying attention, you go to autopilot. So it's not like you're walking down the street and you have a thought and then stop. Like that. No, you continue walking. Yeah, but you're not paying attention. So it's a subconscious that does all the jobs from walking to driving the car. Uh, And so why is this relevant? because when we're not paying attention and we default to the subconscious we start we play the programs that are in the subconscious. And I go, yeah, but the programs in the subconscious are primarily not yours. They came from other people. The, the and most of them as psychologists tell us, most of the programs we get are disempowering, self-sabotaging and limiting. Yes. And the relevance about that is this. If I'm going to play those programs, then I'm by definition I'm going to be shooting myself in the foot. The reason why you play the subconscious programs is because the conscious mind's engaged with thinking, which is 95% of the time or more. And that means 95% of your behavior is invisible to you. And why I really wanted to emphasize this so much is this, because we believe we're victims. Oh, you know, I really wanted to be successful. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to have a great relationship and it's not working out. Yeah. And then you say, well, that was my intention. And it's not working so therefore the world's against me and then we go into victims like god i really wanted it and it didn't happen and i just wanted people to wake up because it basically is this it's not the world against you at all the world will give you everything the issue is you're not operating from your conscious mind except five percent at the most And so your life is really a reflection of your subconscious programming. Now you say to me, well, I got programmed from the last trimester of pregnancy, first seven years. So I was being programmed when I was one and two and three. And I go, absolutely. And you say, but what, what were the programs? I wasn't there. I have no idea what the hell the programs are. And I go, here's the neat part. 95% of your life is coming from the subconscious. So all you have to do is look at your life and just look at it and say, for what? And I say. What comes to you that you want and it comes to you easily, you have programs to allow that to happen. But what you struggle with, what you work hard on, what you, you have to put a lot of effort into, why are you working so hard? And the answer is simple, because you have an invisible program that is sabotaging you from that point. So now all of a sudden you say, well, what do I need to change? I say, well, look at your life yes. and tell me what you're having trouble with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because
1: that's the, the, the direct expression of a program that's not supporting you. There's always been a belief that the conscious and the subconscious minds are one and the same. So if I educate my conscious mind, then my subconscious mind should automatically know what the heck I just did. Right? So then I say, well, yeah, guess what? How many self-help books did you read? And I go, oh, I read all these self-help books. I say, now that you read them, did your life change? And the answer is, no, not really. But I'm really smart because if you ask me any questions about the self-help book, I can answer it. I say, well, what's the issue? And the issue is this. The conscious mind is creative. So, yeah, I could read the book. I could watch this video with you in it. I could uh, even just go, aha, and the conscious mind could accept that and learn it. But the subconscious mind does not learn that way. And that has been the problem because we educate the conscious minds, get really smart and our life stays exactly the same as it is. And the issue is why? Because it doesn't translate from the conscious to the subconscious because the subconscious learns in, well, three to four fundamental ways. Number one, the first way it learned seven years was hypnosis because the brain was operating at a low vibrational frequency and just downloading what it saw. After you're seven, how do you learn? Habituation. How would you learn the ABCs or the times table? You had to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and finally you got it and then you know how to do it. You want to drive a car? You have to practice and practice and then you learn how to do it. So if you want to change the subconscious mind, hypnosis is number one, that works. Uh, Number two, repetition, habituation. Create a habit. And at first it seems like a struggle because it's new to the subconscious mind, but hey, you didn't learn ABCD the first time you said it you know you had to do it again and again but after you do it for a repetition period it will be so natural that if you're not doing it your subconscious mind go, hey what's happening we're not doing it so uh, that's really good we overcome that Um, a a third way which is um, very uh, some people get it and it's very powerful but I wouldn't recommend it is tremendous emotional shock (laughs) 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 boom something happens in your life and it's so dramatic that after that moment you're not going to be the same person. The subconscious uh, got it right there. Okay? Yeah. And the newer one and the better one is um, uh, a whole new field of uh, uh, belief change modalities which are also associated with what's called energy psychology. Yes. Uh, and these are wonderful uh, because basically uh, it's a form of super learning. And what's neat about it, the conventional things like hypnosis or habituation, there's a time element that takes a long time. Yeah. But these new belief change modalities uh, like a super learning experience. You can change a belief you've had your whole life, 50 years, and change it in 10 minutes. Yeah. And so this is really it's, really, it's a new type of psychology that's coming in, but it's really necessary because as they say, uh, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. We're running into a world that has a lot of necessity to change very, very quickly. So uh, we're really happy to see that there are ways of changing without going through all that anxiety and stress, and so we can do it really quickly. And my favorite one is the one that I use because I'm the most familiar with it, but there's yeah. many of them in my books. I give a whole list, but yeah. the one I, I use is called Psych-K, like the abbreviation of psychology. Yeah. It actually represents psychological kinesiology.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, and it's an exercise where you you get your right and your left brain hemispheres to work in harmony, which they don't do on a normal day-by-day basis. And when you get them to work in harmony, that's called brain synchronization, a window sort of opens up and you can drop in a new belief in five minutes. You know, it's really fun because you say, well, what if you can release these programs? And that's uh, the story of The Matrix, where I say, I take the red pill, I get out of the program, and I say, yeah, but in real life, every time we've taken that red pill, I say, what's the red pill in real life? And the answer is falling in love falling in love with the person or falling in love with uh, your creativity or whatever it is falling in love because when you fall in love what you're doing is so captivating and so engrossing and so desirable you don't let your conscious mind wander so the first time in your life your conscious mind staying present and I said well why is that important conscious mind wishes desires and aspirations if you're operating from that mind you manifest your wishes and desires. So my conclusion for all of this blah 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 that I'm giving you is simply this. What if you go into the subconscious mind and change the programs in the subconscious mind so they reflect the wishes and desires of your conscious mind? What would that mean? And i tell you what it means. You'll live in a honeymoon for every day of your life on this planet for a simple reason. Yeah. If my conscious mind with wishes and desires begins to wander and I default into the subconscious and is playing my wishes and desires, I never left the honeymoon. Most people's stresses are not real uh, immediate emergency stresses at all. They're beliefs of a fear. Uh, that they won't have something they won't have a job they won't have food they won't have a friend uh, and it's not that they don't have them right now they're thinking about oh that happens and that's where the stress comes from and that's why 90% of the people are in fear because they, they recognize that their future is uncertain but rather than seeing it in a positive way they, they have a, a, you know this image of a negative work, thing work
2: it all out and, uh, and, uh,
1: and it's really interesting because remember when you fall in love and you get out of the program and you create heaven on earth Well, if it wasn't for the programming, everybody would have Heaven on Earth. Yes. So if we can change the programming, then Heaven on Earth is available.
3: Mighty set. Santana what's up? More like a movement you need be in tune with. Killer the jar and what's good. Crack music, crack Di- Di- Diplomatic
4: community, community,
5: community,
4: uh-huh. community, yeah, community, 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 huh.
5: community, community. Way before we was dropping knowledge on samples, we cut cutting world when using bottles and samples. Few made it out, but I only recall a handful. Most got locked and turned the t-shirts and candles in. Walls on, my bodies pop up dead. Harlem. Big difference from the cops and the feds. Check that out. A big difference from the dawn and drop hand. About I told them, use it as my casket if I drop dead. Money, power, respect is what the lock says what the cops said Fuck the cops. Paparazzi flicks on the six page. Grammy click, Grab me bunch with the 45 rib cage. Ask Jeff. And my jacks. we want to be this like big day R.I.P. I've been buying roadies since the kid's age. Nine, one, four, five, six, top in the seven
6: series. Bank style. drop top shit, I can see having clearly. Pray for me. Try to put them on the game, but they never hear me. So maybe it's Texas, the closest that you're getting near me. Well. Shit, cause life is so ferocious that it's getting scary. <laughs> and it's hard to stay focused, my eyes are getting teary. Um. <laughs> What's up, nigga? Hey, i what up, man? Wait talent, huh? Shit, I'm uh, diplomatic I just, community. diplomatic community yeah. After I fuck, all these girls wanna spill with me Come in and tour with me I'm shining like the sun and girl, you looking like the moon to yes, me you are. Your man <laughs> a goon, he's scared to be in the room with me That's, that's detrimental sure. I don't deal with anything that's sentimental Had cocaine in the rental Nothing sweet, but all my sweets are presidential yeah. Dead presidents, I'm done with residential that? What I mean, man, I bought my own zip code oh. Leave me alone, I go flip mode Don't care if you black with a big nose White with big toes Just how the shit goes The kid with the sick flow Jewelry, got Bruce Leroy Slash slick Rick What fuck is you, Negro? <laughs> this <was> crazy Diplomatic <laughs> Community
0: Commune, commune, commune,
4: commune, commune, commune. Do you know what the fifth is? Yes, father, I know what the fifth is. The fifth is a few children on the grounds that are running criminals. The fifth commandment. Thou shalt not kill.
7: That's right. Now I want you to tell me what happened. No, father. I'm not telling nobody nothing. Don't be afraid, my son. Nobody's more powerful than God.
4: I don't know about that, Father. Your guy's bigger than my guy up there.
5: But my dad's you know that down here. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages
0: on Evolution Radio.
8: I want you to be your authentic self. And how are you your authentic self? You know what your gift is, and you just spend time learning it and getting into it, all right? That's what I want you to focus on, all right? This is important, all right? Now, the other thing I want you to be cautious of, and depending on how you were introduced uh, to this assessment, you may crave one character over another one, and that's not not the goal. Like, I promise y'all, see a beast. My wife a D. I've never desired to be one. I'm being real. I ain't never, I've never desired to get on the plane and get in the driver's seat. That's not what I do. I'm not interested in that. I admire C. I admire my wife. Now I do want to say this to D's as an I. C says something about taking pictures. Like, yo, the one thing I love about like D's who are comfortable in A D, my wife is comfortable. So we like walking in the airport. I'm talking about females would be like, oh, I want to get a picture with you. I'm like, all right, cool. They'll tell my wife, can you take the picture? They don't even know who Didi is. Like, Didi low-key. Like, like, you won't even know she's my wife. Like, she low-key. she just be, like, standing in the corner. And the female would be like, ma'am, do you mind? You know what I'm saying? So they just say, she just walk, ma'am, do you mind? <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, no problem. Like, she don't even go, yo, that's my husband. Like, Didi don't never say nothing. Didi like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, you want it sideways? <laughs> You need to be like, nope, that's not good light. Like, go to, the, go over here, get the light, like, take the picture. And then we walk together after, and the look, ladies looking like, is that his wife? <laughs> I'm just saying, D light, like, like when you are a real D, you ain't gotta say you a D. If you as strong as you say you are, don't nobody need to know. My wife is probably, listen to me, my wife is probably one of the few first ladies. Like for real, you come in, she ushering, she's sitting in the back, she'll never say she with me. Like if you don't know her, you wouldn't even know she's my wife. Right. But she but she's strong. So if you're a real D, you don't got to walk around like, ah, I'm a D. Right. And I admire my D's who put their team first and they're using their strength not to get attention, but they're actually using their strength to drive the plane. You feel me? So now I want to help some of y'all, though, when your D come in and go straight in the cockpit, like don't take that personal. That's what they're supposed to do. Fly the plane. And I got tired to be talking to you. Talking to you might mess up the flight. So I just need to be focused, right? We can talk after the play, take off, land, and we in a hotel somewhere. We can talk. But when I'm on, the, when I'm doing work, I need to be focused on that work. Does that make sense? So don't see that as mean. See that as focused. And sometimes you go to D as mean. They're not mean. They're focused, right? And the eyes, y'all be taking it personal when people don't speak to you. You know what I'm saying? Your little feelings be in it. Like, why didn't you speak to me? I am got time to be talking right now, all right? All right, I've always got time to talk, all right? <laughs> Write this down if you're an I. That's why you can't execute.
0: <laughs>
8: you're talking all the time. <laughs> I just want to keep 100. I can say these things on the You know what I'm saying? I can get on us. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, why don't I execute? Not because you don't have the ability to, but you talk too much. You talk too much. And you're talking sometimes when you should be executing. So here's what I want my eyes to do. I want you to execute first, then after you execute, you can talk as much as you want to. But you're mad that the D's don't respect you because you like, we're just as powerful as you. Not when you're not executing, you're not. You feel me? Like, for real, because the flight attendant will be like, well, you're flying the plane, but if I don't talk to the people, they're not going to come back. Okay, you might be sweet, but you got to execute. Does that make sense? All right, so write this down. If you're an I, man, we like, we like, the utility pole. We provide the electricity, right? We 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 we're the energy. We're the five energy drink. That's your responsibility. Like you're supposed to bring the energy to the team. Like when the team is down, when we about to do something, like you got to bring that energy, right? But you got to be cautious because when you look at energy, if energy don't have like that black coal around it, and then on those poles, it's destructive. It's destructive. So when a, when a when there's a storm and a pole fall and and the, and the electrical outlet, they all on the ground, it's water. Like that's, that's and that you gotta be careful when you're an eye because you can either be super productive or super destructive. There's no middle ground with eyes. Right? We're just being real. Right? And so you gotta learn to control that emotion, right? And so sometimes people don't want to be around eyes because you're just too emotional. You're draining. You got to realize you got so much energy that there's no purgatory for you. So you're either providing energy or you're draining it. You're never in the middle. Right? So when you're a high eye, you either give it energy and you got everybody pumped up. We got gas in the car or we got the electric. If it's an electrical boy, we on full. We good to go. But you're the opposite. When you're not a healthy eye, you, you're a drainer. Every time you come in, you drain. it. Why? Because it's like, look at me, see me, see me. It's me, I'm here. Pay me some attention. And it's like, yo, you're draining me right now. Right? So if you're an eye, you've got to be able to control that eye. Of all of them, the eyes, your, your, your gift is so powerful. Right? So here's how I look at the eye, right? When, you know, um, the word of God says, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And then they got on the dust of the ground and they formed it. But it wasn't really a man until they <clears throat> breathed breath. When they went, <clears throat> so when somebody dies, that breath is gone. You just see a, you see a body, but it's like cold. That's what the eye is. You're that, <clears throat> you're that spirit. You're that spirit. You bring that life force. Right? So they can make a car. Right? They can have the form of it. But it ain't until you put that engine in that joker that is that and you turn that key and they
6: go,
8: that's when it's got life. So you gotta realize, ah, your goal is to give life, not to come in a room and take life. Your goal is not to come in and look and go, look at me, I'm here. Man, I wish I could have gotten that while I know him like I hear, like, we know each other, we cool, but it ain't like my, like one of my clients, my guy-guy, but I wish I could get to A-B. See, because I know what happened with, I know what happened when you were high eye. I. I know what happened when you, like, the number one, why, see, like, I get it. I see what's going on with my man, right? But it's that, boom, touchdown, and it ain't the touchdown that's the problem, but it's like, and it just gets overwhelmed because, like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Attention, 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 attention. So you start getting in relationships, you start tearing those relationships up because it's like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, and you're supposed to be giving, 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 giving. So the reason why E.T. got relationships all over the world, because E.T. got to a point where he was like, I realize you give, E. That's your goal is to give life, and then when you give it, they're going to give it back to you. Don't go in and take. But I look at my old dude, and my old dude was a high eye too. He just didn't know what it was. And so he had five, six kids by five, six different women, because he, di- he didn't know how to play his eye. And so he took his eye and got into a lot of relationship and tried to get this woman a little bit and this woman a little bit and this woman a little bit and this little woman a little bit. And he didn't realize, like, the goal wasn't to go and take from other women. The goal is, as Eric Thomas, I'm your shepherd. My goal is not to tear you down. My goal is to build you up. That's my goal as a high eye is to build you up, not tear you down. We got influence, but we don't use our influence to tear down. We don't use our influence to be manipulative. We don't use our influence to get our way. We use our influence to build that particular entity or that particular organization or that particular person. That's our goal, to build. And some of you eyes, you tear down. And then you get upset because you're like, what happened? Well, you tore me down. Like, you drained me. Right? So I tell people all the time, when the phone rings, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm a high eye. I look at the phone and it's like, okay, all right, nope, I can't answer this call. Why? Because they're going to drain me. All right, so watch this, guys. C didn't talk about it right here, but sometimes he, he talked sometime talk about it. And C was like, when he hooked up with me, he had made up in his mind as he observed, because D's are supposed to solve and get. Good. D's are supposed to solve and get. C was like, I'm, never gonna, I'm sorry, I'm not going to speak in your language. I'm sorry. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm saying my eyes just want to get excited at this one speak on C's behalf. You know what I'm saying? But he's in the room, so I don't have to do that. So what did you say? What did you make your first goal in our relationship as a D? What was your first goal?
9: So yeah, obviously with E being a pastor when I met him and also being an advisor, um, everybody would come to him, of course, with problems, right? Students on campus got problems. They come see their advisor. In the church, people got problems in their marriage and whatever, they would go to E, and I would be around E, right, Right right-hand man, I'd be around. I'm like, whoa, everybody just coming, just dumping everything on his plate. So one of the reasons I think I endeared myself to E first was just um, I, I just decided I'm not bringing him any problems. Like, I just won't. Even if I got a problem, I'll, like, to try to figure it out myself or go to somebody else so I can be that sense of relief. And so what happened is E always wanted to be around and always wanted me around him because I was the one person who never brought any pro- I still don't think I ever brought a problem to E to be like, hey, E, bro, we got this problem. Like, I've always said, like, let me take stuff, remove stuff from your plate so that you continue to be the high eye that attracts all of this, and I'll take the rest of the burden from you. Matter of fact, there was things that probably happened. That he didn't even know about that as the CEO, he probably should have known about. But I was just like, don't even worry about it, because I didn't want to, E is emotional, right? In the high eye, he gets a little bit more emotional. I didn't even want that on his plate. Like this thing, I'm not about to tell E some foolishness right before he goes on stage to speak. He feels everything, right? He feels it. And so my goal from day one has always been to not only take problems from him, never to bring a problem, not even my own, to him. So
8: you get that? Come on now, I'm going to try to see it. So the root is, it's not about me, it's about you. And if everybody play that, we're going to be good. What messes relationships up is, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. You ain't going to never lose no relationship that is always given. You ain't about to kick, like, if you got to get rid of ten of your friends, you're not about to get rid of the friends that pay for your dinner. <laughs>
0: you're
8: going to go through your Rolodex like, yeah, every time we got my man, yeah, oh, he ain't never got no money. I right, check. <laughs> All right, does that make sense? Here's what you got to realize. You're a high eye, All right? You're emotional. You dream. You like to connect. Most of the people that I know that teach this, they teach this stuff like a light switch, right? So in a light switch, when you have a light switch, you do what with a light switch? On and off. off. I want to give you something special. Eyes. I want you to have a dimmer. Are you with me? Most people that teach this, they teach on off on off on off. I don't want you doing that anymore. I want you to do a dimmer, right? So depending on what your number is, you so you see you see I'm a high eye. I'm talking about I'm I'm talking about I really it's a hundred. They just put you know what I'm saying? Like just yeah, look at the space right there. That's like a hundred percent, right? So 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 it means that when I'm interacting with people, I'm on a what? I'm on a hundred. Right? When I'm interacting, when I'm sharing my opinions, I'm on what? I'm on 100. I need you all to talk back to me. Let's start all over again. When I'm interacting with people, I'm on what? I'm on 100. That's not always good. It don't mean I'm wrong for being a high I, but me and my daughter used to have some challenges, and we had challenges because she's a C. And I used to be like, yo, my daughter don't respond like my son. What's wrong with her? Nothing was wrong with her. My son's a high I and a higher D. So he doesn't mind that extrovert stuff. My daughter's an introvert. She's like, whoa, dad, like, whoa, it's 8 in the morning. (laughs) My wife's a high C. I get up in the morning kiss my wife. She's like, whoa, like, I love you, but, like, let me brush my teeth. Like, but I'm so like, what up, girl, good morning. Ah," She's like, whoa, I love you, but I need about an hour, like, just to myself. She's a C and a D. She's like, I just need some time by myself. It's not that I don't love you, but let me go do me, and then I'm ready to take on the world. I'm ready to take on the world as soon as I get up. (laughs) As soon as I wake up, I'm like, where's the world at? Let's go. (laughs) Where they at? Let's go. Who need help? Right? So I'm on a 10, right? I'm on a 10 with interacting. I'm on a 10 with my emotions. I'm on a 10 with sharing my opinion. Me and my wife just had a major breakthrough. My wife don't like fighting. She don't like fussing. She don't like none of that. She didn't grow up with her father, it was just her and her mom, and they never argued. I'm on
0: 10.
8: I'm trying to help somebody in your marriage. I just gave you a secret. My wife didn't grow up with her father, it was just her and her mom. They never argued, because it's her mom. They never had an argument. I'm on 10. So We had a situation recently, right? I'm just going to walk you all through this real quick to my eyes, because I want you to be a dimmer. So what it means is you shouldn't always be on 10 interacting with people. You shouldn't always be on 10 when you share your opinion. You shouldn't always be on 10 on your emotions. So every time me and my wife talk, I'm on 10. And I'm like, boo, why you tripping? I do this on YouTube. She's like, I'm not YouTube. I do this when I preach. I'm not a sermon. I'm like, all right, let me find out. So we talking the other day. She was like, all right, your your, uh, son's getting married in a year. Uh, the bride's family paying for it, but it's a couple extra little things. He's going to need like 10000 15000 So I immediately went in, sharing my what? I'm on 10 sharing them, too. I ain't just sharing them jokers. I'm on 10 sharing them jokers, right? So I'm looking at their little menu or whatever, and I'm like, boo, I ain't trying to be funny, but I'm a pastor. You know I don't drink. They got alcohol. and I t- We got into it. My wife was like, oh, what are we doing here? I'm like, I'm trying to tell you, she's like, you're trying to tell? I didn't ask. First of all, I'm sorry if you thought I asked. <laughs> I'm sorry if you thought I asked for the money. I didn't ask for the money. I said our son is having a wedding. Now, I didn't say I was buying no purse. I was buying a new house. I said our son is getting married next year, and he needs $10,000. That's, she's a D. That's facts. She's a 99D. So she's talking in facts, and I'm talking in Good. Let's do it again, because some of y'all wonder why y'all having problems at the job, why you're having problems at your, in your marriage, with your kids, because you, you don't have this. So my wife is a 99, 99D. Whenever she speaks, she speaks in, now I'm talking in feelings. She's like, this money. Money ain't a feeling. What are we doing? So then she says to me, let me help you out because you're in your feelings. Right? So, <laughs> so when somebody tells you you're in your feelings and you're in your feelings, you get in your feelings then. <laughs> like you uh, like all the way in them jokers now. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like she said, hold up for a minute. First of all, this, you share sharing your opinion. This is not your wedding. If you having your wedding, you can serve whatever you want to serve and do whatever you wanna do. Number two, this ain't even your son's wedding. This is his bride's wedding. Do we not have 10 grand? I like how she played me. <laughs> She's like, we ain't got 10? I was like, nah, come on, you know we got $10,000. She said, then why are we talking? We should have been finished. When I said we need 10, we're going to do 10, we shouldn't even talk talking about nothing else. Like, how did this even turn into a discussion? <laughs> right? And, and, I, and I walked away. You think I'm playing. I'm not playing. I walked away, and for two straight weeks, I prayed to God. And I wrote down an affirmation. And I said, God, I'm sorry, but when I was born, I was born on 10. You've got to help me. I will not share my opinions from this day forward with people who don't ask for them. Like, I was the one that fought because I'm on 10. I'm sharing my opinion when somebody didn't ask for it. That's bound to be an argument. I'm sharing my opinion. Why? Because I was born to share it, and I don't never. It's always on 10, and I got to get a dimmer switch and turn it down. Only ask for, only give someone your opinion when they ask for it. So I started looking at my son and my relationship. I was like, oh, man, I see what's going wrong. I be calling my man, telling my man how I feel. I'm call my man, tell my man how I feel about his life. God was like, you already live yours and quiet is kept. It ain't like you did it all right. So why are you giving somebody about your opinion about something that you weren't even 100% with your life? Like it wasn't even like the decisions you made was all sweet. But now you want to share with him what your life was when you was born in the 70s and he was born in 95. Like leave it alone, like this is his life. Good. So do me a favor. Eyes, we're supposed to be sharing our opinion, but you ain't supposed to be sharing it with people who you ask for it. You only share your opinion with people who ask for it. You only interact like on 10 with other eyes. Does this make sense? Yeah. So what, what happens, eyes, is we bring energy, but when people are getting on the plane, our job is to make sure they have a phenomenal experience because the difference between going to Delta, Southwest, and all the other ones, all the planes pretty much the same. The difference is the experience. So the reason why our company took off and went to a whole other level is because I stopped making decisions. The only reason I was making decisions is because I felt like, you know, hey, I'm a CEO. Now, C can make the decision, but I get to make at least one or two a year. I'm the CEO. No, 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 you hear what I'm saying? Like, don't play. I'm saying I'm older than CJ. 12 years older than my man, like, this, this, is I helped build this. Matter of fact, before I met him, I was doing this, I started doing this in nineteen twenty. I didn't meet this kid till he was 22, 23, so I, so, I, so I can get in on some. And the reason why we used to have problems when he talked about the conferences and what we do on campus is because he was telling me what he needed to do, and I was, in, I was injecting my little 70%. Oh, <laughs> I got a little 70D, so I'm like, see, this is how we need to do it. And the company took off when I let C make a decision, and I focused on the experience.
9: Hey, E, but, how, how, did you, uh, how did you, when you make the decision now, how do you tell me? <laughs>
8: when I make it, oh, this is the only way I get C, right? Because <laughs> I give him all the decisions. But every now and then, when I'm like, got one, that's like, really like, I need to do this. I'm like, see, I woke up and prayed this morning. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like, see, I spoke to the Lord today. And the Lord told like, me. like, man, go for it. All right, man, go, go. You feel me? But I only, I only pull out that wild card every now and then, you know? And I got to really feel it. You know what I'm saying? And so I want you guys to really, like, pay attention to what I just said. Once I get see all the decisions, because... You can't help a person when you give them all the decisions and you come back and try to micromanage how they do decisions. So either you give it to them or you don't. And some of y'all, you're giving, your super, you're giving people in your company and then you come back and take it.
4: Oh, no, 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 no. Oh na 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 na. Oh na, 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 na. Good vibration, yeah. That's the positive vibes that we creating, yeah. Sounds that make you feel right. We keep it blazing, yeah. Forever shining this light. We keep it blazing, yeah. Boy, forever shining this light, hey. Thank the Lord, my cup is full and money no. All who never like we had love we know. Baby girl just text me, say she coming home, yeah And when she reaches she want me turn off the phone Turn the lights down low, turn up the stereo, yeah Alta Nellis, Gregory, yes, a Dennis Brown Have you ever, have you ever been in love? No bad vibes can stop this, good vibration, yeah That's the positive vibes we keep creating, yeah Sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing, yeah As long as we live in this life, we keep it blazing, yeah As long as we live in this life, yeah Ain't nothing wrong with melodies that touch your soul, no They're acting like the people don't need it no more when she hear that good music she hold me closer She grooving now I know she feeling it for sure She moved to me and rest her bed up upon my shoulder Soothingly she tell me if it turn up the song Have you ever, have you ever been in love? Now bad vibes can't stop this good vibration, yeah Oh yeah yeah yeah, that's the positive vibes that we creating. yeah Sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing
7: Forever
4: shining this light, we keep it blazing Blazing, forever shining this light, oh yeah
10: It's not selfish to put yourself first. No, it's self-full. It's self-full. It's self-full to be first, to be as good as possible to you, to take care of you, to keep you whole and healthy. That doesn't mean that you disregard everything and everyone, but you want to come with your cup full, you know? My cup runneth over. What comes out of the cup is for y'all. What's in the cup is mine, but i got to keep my cup full. Don't we do that. Don't we take on other people's stuff and make it about us when we don't know that we matter? When you don't know you matter, you will make somebody else's crazy about you. You got your own stuff to handle. You don't have to take on anybody else. You know, there isn't a person you can ask in the world at some point where they didn't say you know I just find it difficult to trust people right but what you say that's not really the issue Ew. learning to trust other people no. the real issue is trusting yourself trusting yourself that you're going to make the right choices trusting yourself that you can hear that voice and follow it trusting yourself that when people betray you abandon you don't yeah. acknowledge you whatever, you will I'll be okay yeah I'll be okay what about I, boundaries People violate you when you don't have clear boundaries because you don't tell them how to behave in your life. And they run amok. They run amok because you don't have clear boundaries. You know, a lot of people hold secrets about themselves from their family. Guilt and shame, guilt and shame. And teaching people how to be people, love people, and respect people enough to tell them the truth. Okay, okay.
7: Tell them the truth. Okay.
10: Here's a big story I wish everybody, I'm just a single mom and I can't, don't, that story is not helping you, that may be a reality, here's the, here's the principle, state the facts, speak the truth, here's the fact, I'm raising children without the benefit of a partner, that's the, that's the fact, here's the truth, right where I am, the fullness of God is, and me and God is a majority. Most of us have a death urge. And we see the guy coming, warning, slap, right in the middle of his head. And we said, oh, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to reshape it. And we got to understand, love <laughs> doesn't have to fix you, change you. When you see crazy coming, cross the street. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> cross
0: the
10: street. Hi, YouTubers. I'm excited to give you an update about our...
5: Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L. On Evolution Radio.
4: Do you have a big plan? Um, yes, i got a
11: big plan. I'm going to, to be leaving the world soon. No, no, going, before
4: you oh, leave. Okay. Before you, no, before you leave. That's my big plan. No, no, because you're doing valuable work. Do you have a plan of how we could make civilization, better, more humane. Yes.
11: Okay. Yes. Education. Quite simply read and study and turn off the television, turn off all the silly nonsense of government. And it's just incredible nonsense. Mm-hmm. And start educating yourself. The United States federal government is a privately owned company. It's a similar. corporation. The
12: whole government.
11: Of course. It's a private. It's like General Motors, Ford Motor Company, uh, Sears, mm-hmm. So there's a, uh, it's, a, li- it's a privately, owned, but see, most people don't understand. The United States government is a corporation. It is a privately owned company.
4: Who owns it? Oh no, well, that's different. Now you're getting <laughs> now. The yeah, right now question. you're asking the right question. Right. Well, so,
11: <clears throat> so there's a world of difference between the United States and the word United States of America. Oh really? United States of America is a republic. Uh uh-huh. It's based on the con- con- uh, the. the the bringing together of 48 separate countries. Each, oh. each state in this unit is a separate country. Okay. And so you're crossing over from California to Nevada is like crossing over from France to Spain. Right. And so you can't do things in Nevada you can do in California. So you, you can't do things in, Cali- in New York that you can do in Florida. The
4: United States is the recognition of separate countries, but the United States of America means... So Those
11: are United States. Uh-huh. So, but each one's a state, like, uh, like the state of Virginia is like the state of Israel. Right. It's a country. It's referred to as a state. And- as a matter of fact, you know, there's a world of difference between, <clears throat> there's a world of difference in words and law. I mean... When you go to court, there's a very big difference between a trial by jury or a jury trial. doesn't mean the same thing. Uh There's a very big difference between California State and the state of California. doesn't mean the same thing. It doesn't? No, no.
4: What's the difference to that?
11: Cal State is the state we Uh call California. That's the state. Uh But state of California is different. That has nothing to do with California. That's the federal government operating within the confines of the state of California. So any time you see the state of that means it's a federal corporation operating within California. DeLon? But California is called Cal State. That's why you have California State University, California State this, and California State. That's California. But state of California is the federal government. Uh,
4: do people know that you No, 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 Nobody.
11: no. People don't know any of this. None of this. Nobody, knows. Because it doesn't have anything to do with football. So who the hell needs to know about any of this stuff? I need to know because I don't like being played for a fool. Yeah. I want to know who's running this country. You don't
13: want to be manipulated.
11: I, 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 don't, I refuse to be manipulated. I want to know exactly who's doing what. I want to know how they're doing it, and how are they messing with my mind and my money and my family. Mm-hmm. So I want to know. 99% of people I run into, they couldn't care less. As long as the beer's cold and football's on, they don't care.
4: But when people vote <coughs> for, like, a president, what is happening? Are,
11: that you go to the polls. What is a poll? I mean, you, a poll is when you take, a, you take a consensus of the people. Which one of these fruitcakes do you want to bow down to and give your money to? Do you want this group all here or that airhead here or this ding-a-ling over here? Right. We just want to know the basic concepts. What, what, which one do you people like?
4: It, it obviously doesn't
11: seem to matter. <clears throat> they all work for me, so it doesn't matter. But, but, uh, right. but to make you people happy, would you rather have a woman over here? Would you rather have a black guy? Or would you rather have this uh, old white man? Which one would you like? Nothing
4: um, changes. Even mean Obama says. Look, it doesn't yeah, matter because yeah.
11: I own them all anyway. Right. It's who, just who, business. Who, Come who on, this think, is the mob. Well,
4: who is the mob? We're
11: talking. We're talking the mafia here. Well, we're who, talking who, the underworld. Who,
4: who are these people? You know the the, the Illuminati, the um. Just wh-
11: business. Nothing personal. Don't take this personal.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but there's someone behind it.
11: That oh, you bet there is. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but
0: yeah.
11: they're in Europe. They are. Yeah.
0: All free men yeah, And yeah,
7: Citizens Free men Everyone Free men
12: I'm just tryna die, Mosiah. Hundred grand in a green duffel. Trying to figure life, will still seem broken. Intoxicated as my daughter cries. I wake up horny next to wallow eyes. I'm on parole, shackles off the feet, cops still killin', am I truly free? Thinkin' about the lies Donald Trump tellin', iceberg shit, Donald Duck sweater, hold seven pictures, i the so photogenic, you either die a legend or they won't remember. Is there a heaven for street niggas? So many homies gone started in the street with us. Guess it's the reason why we celebrate, Cap cars, pop bottles, happy to escape. Penthouse with the sky view, I woke up feeling free.
7: And
0: Shackles
7: off my feet Taste the air I breathe Yeah I'm free left. free Freelance Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks Moving on to better things Yeah, yeah Shackles off my feet Taste the air I breathe I'm free
12: No dreams and bigger digest Gotta get it regardless Cause the plan was to make it out of the project Too many glasses of champagne Distracted by young bitches that want fame Stuck in my way, tell me how we adjust When our babies is blinded by social media Pray for the homies that lost freedom, yeah. Tryna feed their families why they unjust Political poems, we are suffering. To achieve our dreams, we try hustling that's the plight of the black man. They either kill us or throw us in cash yeah. out. Leave us in cages, in that how? Feeling trapped in a ghetto, is that how? Shackles off with a top down. No intention to stop now. Penthouse with the sky view. I woke
7: up feeling free and I on my feet. Take the air I breathe, yeah. I'm free. You better die.
13: President Obama's highly anticipated speech in Cairo. It has been billed as an attempt to reach out to the Muslim world. We want to go live to Cairo now and CBS News Chief White House Correspondent Chip Reid. Chip, good morning. Well, good morning, Harry. The President says he has one fundamental purpose in giving this speech here in Cairo, to seek a new beginning between the United States and Muslims around
14: the world. So long as our relationship is defined by our differences... We will empower those who sow hatred rather than peace, those who promote conflict rather than the cooperation that can help all of our people achieve justice and prosperity. And this cycle of suspicion and discord must end.
13: To open a door of understanding, the president invoked his
14: own connections to Islam. I'm a Christian, but my father came from a Kenyan family that includes generations of Muslims. As a boy, I spent several years in Indonesia and heard the call of the azan at the break of dawn and at the fall of dusk.
13: He said it's time for critics of the Muslim world to shed their misperceptions.
14: Islamic culture has given us majestic arches and soaring spires, timeless poetry and cherished music, elegant calligraphy, and places of peaceful contemplation. And throughout history, Islam has demonstrated through words and deeds the possibilities of religious tolerance and racial equality. But
13: he also said Muslims must end their negative stereotypes of America.
14: Just as Muslims do not fit a crude stereotype, America is not the crude stereotype of a self-interested empire. The United States has been one of the greatest sources of progress that the world has ever known.
13: The president went through what he called some blunt truth-telling on about seven different issues, urging the Muslim world to do more on everything from democracy to women's rights to Middle East peace. Harry, Chip Reid, in Cairo this morning, thank you. You know, when we talk
2: about history, we think in terms of Columbus discovering America. If you're like I was when I was a little kid growing up, why Columbus discovered America and we have a holiday on October the 12th every year that we celebrate the discovery of America. One day I was traveling with my wife in Illinois and she looked over at me and she said well would you like to visit one of the pyramids here in Illinois? And I said pyramids? And she said, yes, there's about seven or eight of them here. And uh, not far from here, just a few miles, is one of those big pyramids. And I said, well, who built it? And she said, well, nobody seems to know. And I said, well, how big is it? And she said, well, it's uh, several hundred feet high, and it covers several acres. It's as big as the Great Pyramid of Egypt. And I was amazed. I'd never heard of such a thing. I said, here in Illinois, there's a pyramid. And she said, yes, not just one, but seven or eight. And I said, yeah, i got to see this. And so we <clears throat> drove off the main highway, and we drove a little while, and pretty soon here out in the middle of the flat lands of Illinois, rising on the horizon was this big hill. We drove over to the big hill. It was covered by brush and trees, and, and uh, we went into the park it was a, it's a it's a state park. And uh, paid our fee, and we walked in. I stood at the bottom of it, and I looked at this, and I said, Hmm, why is it that I have been educated in America, went to the public school system, and here is a monument 400 feet high, sitting in the middle of a cornfield, covering about 15 or 20 acres of ground, a humongous mound of earth, And I never heard about it. And I'm 42 years old. Never heard about it. Well, it's not the only thing that I haven't heard about. It's not the only thing that you probably hadn't heard about. But have you ever heard about Egyptian hieroglyphics here in America? Have you heard about any monuments, writings, or coins found here in America that predate Columbus? How about Irish Ogham writing, Phoenician coins, Roman pottery, Norse burial mounds found in West Virginia, Georgia, Michigan, Arkansas, Illinois, Iowa, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Colorado, just to name a few places where these sites and these discoveries have been found. And then ask yourself, what did you hear when you went to school, when you went to college? Maybe you're an archaeologist or an anthropologist. Did you ever hear about America, B.C.? Well, we've heard about the Indians, and we ascribe these monuments and these strange phenomena to these Indians who deny them. And when you ask the Indians of Illinois, did you or your people or any, any history in the past build these pyramids out here? And they'll tell you, nope, nope, we didn't build them do you know who did?" And they'll say, nope, nope, we don't know who did. We don't know who built them, we didn't, but there they are. And they are totally ignored in the literature. I mean ignored like they never existed. It's not the first time I've ever seen this kind of hiding the truth. We see it in politics, we see it in economics, we see it in medicine, and the truth is we find it in science also. For instance, in March of 1493, the Catholic Church was presented with an unforeseen problem. Christopher Columbus had just landed in Lisbon after an eight-month voyage that was to have taken him to the Indies, but instead of going to the Indies, it had led him to discover a new world. And the difficulty now confronting the prelates of the Catholic Church was that he had returned with passengers, American Indians who had all of the appearance of being human beings. But how could their existence be accounted for? The biblical account of creation described three continents, each occupied by the seed of three sons, the three sons of Noah who survived the flood, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Columbus seems already to have been aware of the impending theological problem, because in a letter dated February fifteenth, 1493, written at the Canary Islands, he assured King Ferdinand that the people that he found were no monsters, but on the contrary were very well formed, neither were they Negroes, and when he put ashore in Lisbon on March sixth, his journal records many people came to see the Indians, and it was a great marvel. As the second and third and later voyages produced ever-mounting evidence of large numbers of man-like creatures inhabiting the Americas, a cold wind of skepticism began to blow through the monasteries to ruffle the equanimity of those who so boldly preached the absolute truth of Genesis. And for a time, Rome disregarded the matter, as Pope Alexander VI was otherwise engaged, save only when he found time to draw a line of demarcation between the Spanish and the Portuguese portions of the New World. But in 1512, a new pope summoned the Fifth Lateran Council and issued an official declaration certifying that American Indians are true descendants of Adam and Eve, and hence they are human beings. The failure of the Bible to account for them and to account for their continent was made good by the inference that American Indians are the descendants of Babylonians expelled from the Old World on account of sins of their ancestors. Now backed by this new authority, it was now safe for speculative churchmen to ponder the route from the Garden of Eden to America. After considering the possibilities that Noah's Ark might have added an American port of call to her scheduled sailing plan, or that angels might have transported people across the ocean, holding them by the hair of the head like to the prophet Habakkuk, a Spanish thinker, José de Costa dismissed both propositions in favor of transportation by shipwreck and accidental tempest of the weather. Now the inquiry was now taken up by others, and by the 17th century, both Protestant and Catholic churchmen were agreed that Asia must have been the original homeland of the American Indian forefathers, because only the rude Tartars, above all nations on earth, resemble the inhabitants of America in respect of their gross ignorance of letters, and of the arts, their idolatry, and above all, their incivility. Alas! For Pocahontas, there was no Fenimore Cooper on hand to defend the Six Nations, no deerslayer yet to win hearts or minds for the dwellers in the wilderness. One dissident, Cotton Mather in Boston, in the course of a long series of extraordinary letters to the Royal Society of London, drew attention to the existence in Connecticut of a tribe of Indians which practiced circumcision, thereby showing he thought that the American Indians should be considered as the Lost Tribes of Israel. Voltaire, on the other hand, considered that the American Indians had arisen de novo in America by whatever mechanism had similarly caused human beings to appear upon the face of the earth in the other continents. By 1811, Such scientists as Humboldt recognized the similarities between some American tribes and those of the Mongol race, and he postulated that the American Indians are descended from a mingling of ancient Americans and later in-wanderers from Asia later still, most of the anthropologists came to agree that all American Indians are descended from ancestors that entered the Americas by way of the Bering Strait, and that no European came to America before Leif, Erikson, or Columbus. Now in recent years, one lone voice has protested this kind of oversimplification, that of Harold Sterling Gladman. And In his various writings, Gladwin has repeatedly drawn attention to cultural features and material objects, particularly pottery, that show that American tribes must have had relatively recent contacts with the Old World of Europe in the Middle East, especially with the Mediterranean and with the Orient. The nature of the various art styles to which he drew attention is such as to point to direct voyages between the Old World and the Americas as late as classical times about 2,000 years ago, or about the time of Christ. Gladwin's views have, until very recently, been strictly ruled out, anathema, and they have been excluded from the college curriculum. Now, fortunately, this exclusionist attitude is now considerably ameliorated. His writings, once forbidden reading in colleges and universities in America, have now been and have become prescribed texts at places such as Harvard. Now for generations, the archaeological world has been beset by the notion that only the navigational techniques introduced in Europe in the 15th century made it possible for Europeans to cross the Atlantic, although some grudging acquiescence is conceded to those who point to the evidence of the sagas, showing that the Viking crossings by way of Greenland, which occurred before Columbus, have been well documented. So at the time when Gladwin issued men out of Asia in 1947, he too felt compelled to bring the Mediterranean influence to the Americas by way of an Asian and or Indonesian land hopping route. The vectors being supposedly the ships of the fleet of Menarchus, left stranded in Asia after the death of Alexander the Great. Well, in recent years, new discoveries in the Pacific caves have begun to lend much support to this facet of Gladwin's theories. But at the same time, the newer evidence also shows very clearly that the Atlantic was by no means the great barrier that earlier thinkers had supposed. So what, it is reasonable to ask then is this newer evidence? Well, in fact, it is not new in and of and by itself because it has lain intact for more than 2,000 years. All that is new is our ability to read the inscriptions concerned, because, indeed, they are written, and in some sense documents, carefully engraved on the bedrock of America, on temple lintels, and on the gravestones of kings and chiefs. And they speak to us of a long-forgotten age of exploration and of colonization, which is the subject of this book. When American archaeologists first began to send me inscriptions for decipherment and translation, I was astonished to learn that such documents existed here in America. All of my earlier work had been on ancient tablets and cave inscriptions of the Old World, records of the Sea Peoples of the Bronze Age and early Iron Age some three to 4,000 years ago. But what I now began to receive from unimpeachable sources here in North America were essentially the same types of documents, engraved in stone, and they were either excavated from some archaeological site, or they were recorded from cliff faces, or photographed on massive rocks discovered by the early colonists. And I'd never seen such materials mentioned or illustrated in any books on archaeology of the Americas, and indeed I was totally oblivious to their existence. How is it, I asked my friend and colleague Professor George Carter of Texas, that you are sending me all of these materials. Has no one studied them before?" Well, his answer was, for 75 years I have been knocking on the study doors of professors of Greek and Latin. And each time I have been told that the objects that I had in my hand look like writing, but that it is not Greek and that it is not Latin, nor is it any script known to my consultants. So I emerged no wiser than before. Now the very manner in which George Carter and I were brought together is in itself instructive because it illustrates both the difficulties now besetting communication between men working in different disciplines and the strengths of those more liberal institutions of learning that encourage their faculty to cross the lines that divide the disciplines. Carter was trained as an archaeologist at the University of California at Berkeley but he has chosen to devote much of his life to the study of the geographical distribution of man and his domesticated plants and animals. Through his research at John Hopkins and then later at Texas A&M, his work became well known to biologists at Harvard, especially to botanists working on the evolution and distribution of plants cultivated by man around the world. Now, I, for my part, though a marine biologist, have spent much of my life studying the ancient voyages of people who left inscriptions on remote islands which, of course, could only have been approached by sea. As a marine biologist, I felt obliged to examine this evidence because it would have a bearing on how the dispersal of man, plants, and animals might be influenced by ocean currents and winds. You're listening
5: to the New Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution.
15: Alright, alright, what's happening? What's happening He's right here on the bottom line? I'm your host, Joy Bounceville so Bay Ali. This is the bottom line on the New Evolution Radio Network. Call number 347-989. 0194. If you want to get in and holler at me, all right, um, I'm going to makemorecommerce.com. If you want to sign up for the membership, it's free for our new listeners. We got an upcoming seminar coming up, St. Louis, all right, in October. Hope to see you there. You can do pre-registration on the site, or you can pay at the door, okay? Okay. Um, if you're not signed up for the podcast Go and check out the podcast That's where all of the episodes Live and breathe Just us get over there Go back and check out anything that you might have missed Friday was a very good show You might want to go back and listen to Friday's show Alright um, With that being said, man, we're going to jump right in um, I started the show about 30 minutes after this today um, Just because I wanted to I wanted to give some people a little extra time to come in um, So don't worry, you didn't miss nothing. We're here. All right? We're going to get it in tonight. Uh, this conversation tonight I want to talk about is, is blood. So we're going to go into
0: uh,
15: blood types and things of this nature. And this is an important topic for us to, to deal with, specifically because when we talk about nationality, everybody wants to talk about the passport. People want to talk about the birth certificate. Uh, you know, people want to talk about coming out the system. But nobody ever talks about the blood. Right and the blood is the life force. The the, the blood is um, what either makes you superior um, in some senses or inferior in some, in some senses. And and that's not to say that people are inferior to each other, but when it comes to blood, right, the whole idea of being able to give blood to anybody or not take blood from just anybody um, is a A universal thing, right? And this happens all over the world. So, uh, I want to get into this tonight, right? And and I want to also look at how when you're dealing with blood, let's understand that blood also extends to war, right? Feudal war, blood war, okay? Um, Blood feud, as they call them, right? And a blood feud is where there's an avenging slaughtered that person, right, or that person's belongings, right? So we'll talk about blood, what they call whole blood, okay? Um, you have to understand that whole blood is kinship. It, it is something that's derived directly from descent, from the same father and mother, right, as distinguished from half-blood, which is the relationship of those who have one parent in common, but not both. So this is where you get your your half-blood Sibling and all those different things right? And So when we get this We start understanding that uh, It becomes really important You know Not only to have a decent Relationship with your siblings But to Understand that a lot of times You and your sibling May come from the same mother May have a different father or vice versa And y'all be in direct War with each other Okay, so we got to really get this tonight, because this becomes such an event where people are looked at, and I've told y'all this before, they look at people, unfortunately they look at people like dogs, they look at people like animals, um, hell, and in some countries they even look at people like autos, uh, auto parts. I kid you not, right, and, and I gave y'all the facts on this last week, Okay. So, understanding that when we talk about blood, blood types, right? A person can be said to be uh, of the blood of another who who has any. However, a small portion of blood is derived from common ancestry. Okay? So, somewhere down the line, we all have a common ancestry. Especially if you're in the same family. You have a half-brother, half-sister. Okay? So, half-blood is a term that denotes the degree... Of relationship which exists between those who have the same father or the same mother, but not the, uh, but not both parents in common. Okay, then you have mixed blood, and this is where a person of mixed blood, who is descended from ancestors of different races and nationalities, but particularly like in the United States, where the term, basically denotes a person whose parents, um, were Negro. Okay, and this is where you got the whole. One drop root uh, the, the, What they call it The one drop rule. Okay And So if you got one drop Of black blood Then your ass is black Okay But they never really Explained what black was Right So Because of this You had a lot of blood wars that way So We're gonna dive into this Tonight And I'm gonna Hopefully I'll give you Some remedy out of this And um We can We can move forward Right Because a lot of times We capitulate away From this argument now, we don't look at this thing the way it's supposed to really be looked at, okay? So a blood type, we talk about blood types, right? We have to talk about what they're called blood groups or classifications of blood. And this is based on um, the presence and the absence of, of antibodies, okay? And, and the antibody is known as uh, immunoglobin, okay? And this is uh, Y-shaped protein using your immune system to identify and also neutralizes foreign objects such as bacteria, viruses, pathogens some of the stuff I went into on Friday okay now the antibody recognizes unique molecules of pathogens called an antigen. right so the antigen um, and um, immunology right is a molecule or a structure that can be present on the outside of the pathogen, right? So we have to think of this like
14: receptors,
15: right? Um, and if you look at what they call telomeres, which, go, which break all the way down to your DNA, okay? Um, these things also play a part in your immune system. So if you think about things like what's going on with COVID, right? This deals directly with your immune system. How strong is your immune system? which also asks how strong is your blood, okay? Now, each tip of the Y of an antibody contains what they call a perotope, okay? And perotopes basically, um, they're specific for one particular uh, reason or not. Basically, they're the key on an antigen, okay? So when we're talking about antibodies, right, you have to ask yourself, do you have the antibodies to fight off disease? Do you have the key? Is it in your blood? Okay? Now, several of these red blood cell structures, they they um, they have what they call an allele, right? And, and allele is a, a monitoring formation, right? It, it is one of two or more forms of a variant, a gene variant. So just with your gene right so for example the the a b o blood group this is controlled by the a b o gene okay this is what controls your phenotype, how you look, it's also just with the chromosomes, okay, so I had a brother he said, you know he you know, I don't know if he's trying to be funny or what, but he kept um sending me yo 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 right y o oh, y o oh, y o oh. well, to the common person right or individual. Who doesn't know better? They think somebody yo yo yo. Nah, that's not what he's saying. You look at yo yo yo, y o y o y o. This is a chromosome pair, okay? That deals with someone who has uh, um, what what is that disease? It's um, Parkinson's disease. The same shit Michael J. Fox got, right? The shit that give you the shakes. Okay. Y'all gotta look at shit closer. Just like XO. Right you see Drake does the XO on the bottle, right? That is the bat chromosome for bats. Okay? So y'all gotta look at this thing a little bit deeper when we start talking about blood. Right? Okay? Now, there's different types of
2: blood. You got
15: group A, right? Uh blood type A, blood type B. You got A, B, you got O, O negative, O positive, okay? So blood types are inherited and they're represented as contribution from both of your parents, right? Now, a total of 41 human blood group systems are recognized in what they call the International Society of Blood Transfusion. Now, this International Society of Blood Transfusion it was founded in 1935, right? And basically, um, their whole goal is to spread the information, right, about blood, in which blood can be transfused and used as medicine. Okay? Real vampire to be honest with you. You know, they, they use blood as medicine. So, understanding this, we have to understand that society organizes an international congress every other year. Actually every other even year right? Um, where they get together and they talk about Blood groups They talk about the the human blood Systems okay? Now I'm going to say something And this is going to sound really off the chain here But Believe it or not The Walking Dead Was not just a TV show Okay um, You really got people out here that Are soulless You got vampires, you know, all that shit really exists. And you gotta take my word for it. Right? Just do a little research. Matter of fact, if you wake your consciousness up enough, you'll see it around you. Okay? Um, this world ain't what it seems. Let's just put it like that. Alright? Now, a complete blood type will describe each of the thirty eight blood groups and an individual's blood type is one of the many possible combinations of what they call blood group antigens, right? So, we start talking about stuff like infections, uh, autoimmune disease, malignancy, right? Which malignancy is a tendency of a medical condition to become worse over time, right? Like tumors, like malignant tumors, okay? And they spread uncontrollably. And a lot of times, it's because of your blood, okay? So, another more common cause of blood type um, is bone marrow transplant, right? Um, Now, this is what they call hemotopiatic stem cell transplantation, okay? This basically is derived from bone marrow or peripheral blood. Now, peripheral blood, or what they call venous blood, is a deoxygenated blood which travels from the peripheral blood cells through your venous system um, to your right atrium, right? And into your heart. So deoxygenated blood is then pumped by the right ventricle to the lungs by your pulmonary artery, which is then divided um, into two branches, your left and your right. Okay? And they go into your lungs. So blood is oxygenated in the lungs and then returns to the left atrium through pulmonary veins. Okay? So we have to understand that venous blood is typically colder <laughs> than arterial blood. It has lower oxygen content and the pH. So, motherfuckers be like, and, and you know, I've had people tell me this, man, why don't you, you cool down a little bit, man? You need to cool down. I need to cool down. For what? Depending upon your blood, either your blood's running a little bit hotter or a little bit colder. You know, they say that snakes are cold-blooded animals, right? Okay. They say mammals are warm. So you have to ask yourself, what does your blood say about you? What does it say? Now, not not to say that you are inferior, but what does your blood say about your lineage? What does it say about who you are, where you come from? Um, you know, all of those type of things. So, um, the concentration of, of what they call glucose, okay, or nutrients, has a higher concentration of urea which is waste in your blood, okay? So the color of human blood, right, it ranges from bright red when it when it's oxygenated, when the oxygen hits it, to a darker red when it's deoxygenated, okay? So it owes its color to the hemoglobin, okay, which binds with the oxygen. Now, deoxygenated blood is darker due to the difference in shape of the, the red blood cells when the oxygen binds to the hemoglobin in the blood cells okay, versus um, when it doesn't bind and it becomes deoxygenated, right? So human blood, let me say this, human blood is never blue. Human blood is never blue. The blue appearance of surface veins is caused mostly by the scattering of blue light away from the outside of the vein tissue, right? So if the vein is at a 0.5 millimeter deep or more, in the veins and your arteries appear similar when the skin is removed okay so human blood is never blue i don't even you know you, you see people and you see you see blue blue veins why like you hear the term blue blood like um blue has applied to a cow generally denoting either a modified shade of black or black with white intermingled or gray uh, a dove or a slate color, which is in contrast with some uh, decided color, or with white, which suggests in somewhat um, that it resembles the color blue. Now, if you want to find more on that, go look at Graham versus State. Go look at their case.
0: Okay?
15: Y'all, y'all, y'all don't think that they put these things in place for no reason, do you? Right? Like, blue, like blue laws. Right, they call the you know the police are blue. Y'all gotta look at
4: these things, right,
15: and how this shit really works. Okay, now grafting is is a pretty big thing. Okay, and when we talk about
12: grafting,
15: right, then, then a patient in a hospital um, is given high doses of what they call ke- chemotherapy. Right, so you get sick, your body can't heal itself from cancer. get something that's malignant, it becomes autologous, as they call it, and then you have to do chemotherapy or they give you radiotherapy, which is basically radiation therapy, right? And it basically ionizes the cells in the body. Generally, this provides a, a part of cancer treatment to try to control or to kill the malignant cells in the body because your blood can't fight the shit off. So, and Here's the thing about blood: if you're eating it correctly, fruits and vegetables, right? Lots of water, then you can change your blood type back over to the proper type if you've messed it up. So it may also be used as um, what they call um, ad- advanced therapy, right? Which is basically it's, it's therapy that's given to the primary or initial um, therapy that basically maximizes the effectiveness. Okay, so they do this when people have surgery, uh, cancer therapy, shit like that. Okay, so understand that the radiation, a lot of times radiation is what takes a lot of people right out of here. Ionizing radiation. You got to think about this, right? They ionize your blood with radiation. So they're shooting radiation, right? Which consists of subatomic
12: Particles or
15: the Electromagnetic waves The same shit that comes out of your microwave To your body, right? And this shit has Sufficient enough energy to ionize You or your Molecules and then It detaches the electrons From them so they're actually removing the charge Do you I understand what I'm saying? They're removing the charge from you So Particles basically travel at a speed that's greater than 1% of light. Okay, so we're talking about, when you talk about light body, that's real light body. That's real light in your body. Okay, you're made up of light. You're a light. Band. So then you have gamma rays, you got x-rays, and any other higher ultraviolet part of the electromagnetic spectrum are ionized radiation. Okay, all of this has to do with your blood. Okay. So we give them ultraviolet light, visible light, laser light, infrared light, microwave light, radio waves, non-ionizing radiation. Okay. So the boundary between ionizing and non-ionizing radiation is ultraviolet light. They don't really define. But what they do tell you is that it's between ten electron volts and thirty three electron volts. So that's how much Radiation is shooting to your body um, When you got cancer Because your blood can't fight it off So when we talk about nationality Right It's also important to understand Who you are On a scientific level Because now we're talking about Cosmic shit Cosmic rays High energy protons uh, Atomic nuclei As they call it Faster than a speeding bullet going at the speed of light,
3: okay? See,
15: I didn't talk about this the other day, but I guess I'll talk about it now since we got the time, because I got time today, because, right? Now, um, when you get into a state of high transcendental meditation, right, You begin to meditate You go to sit on what they call the throne of God Okay You reach what's known as the Merkabah Or the Merkabah Hebrew Okay Now This is a school of early Jewish mysticism Supposedly But it's also um, A a Buddhist theory Okay And this basically centers on the vision of those If you look in the book of Ezekiel Chapter 1 Right, uh, uh, the Hikalot or the palaces. This deals with literature that concerns stories of ancients to heavenly palaces and what they call the throne of God. Now, the throne of God is found in Judaism, it's found in Christianity, it's found in Buddhism, it's found in Islam. Okay, this is the center of God in the Abrahamic religions: Judaism, Christianity, Islam. Okay, so the throne is set by various holy books to reside beyond the seventh <laughs> heaven call Erebos in Hebrew. Okay? Or um, in Islam, they call it al Okay? Now, in the Christian religion, right, the ceremonial chair, as they call it, symbolizes the allegory. Okay? So, what I'm telling you here is that we're talking about light. Your blood is directly built into light particles. I hope y'all follow me here, because I'm not I, I'm not going to stray away from the subject here. The main corpus, right, of the Merkabah. Right, if you go look at anything about the, the Merkabah, it, it, it deals with what's known as the chariot, okay, the chariot of God. Okay. Now, when we talk about the Merkabah or this Merkabah mysticism, right, the Merkabah is also what's known as Ezekiel's wheel. As a matter of fact, the Merkabah is what Elijah Muhammad was talking about when he said that he saw the spinning wheel. Okay, if you know anything about Elijah Muhammad, he, he, he said he went up on a spaceship right, and it had spinning wheels. Okay. Now, the Merkabah is the divine light vehicle okay, that's used by ascended masters to connect with and reach those in a tune with higher realms of consciousness. So it forms a star tetrahedron around your body, right? Um, And I'm going to be honest, right? Um, Some people want your blood so they can form that star tetrahedron and get the fuck out of here. I'll say it again. Some of them want your blood type so they can form that star tetrahedron, which is the energetic and geometric representation of your human body, male or female, okay? This is heaven and earth. This is the angel and the demon. I'm just keeping it real with you, right? So that's where y'all can really understand where I'm coming from here, right? This is the shit that allows you to get in that spaceship and ride the fuck up out of here, the real spaceship, the star tetrahedron okay? um, you know the Egyptians also called it the mer which meant light right um, and you had ka which refers to your spirit and ba which refers to the body the physical being so this was your star tetrahedron right and it was it was a dimensional star that formed around your body Okay, so understanding that star tetrahedron and the Merkaba is what happens when you uh, induce the light within your blood system, right, and it spirals up, it coils up, right, the DNA, which transports the spirit or the body from one dimension to another, which means you can get the fuck out of here and and basically disappear and nobody ever know what the fuck happened to you because, because you, you turned into light, Y'all yeah, think this shit ain't real? This shit is real. They got books about this shit. Okay, this is the chariot of God. You be sitting there meditating. You get to a point where you, you ride out. Okay. Um, if you want to find this in the Bible, it's in Ezekiel one four twenty six. It, it refers to the throne of God, the chariot of God, the four wheeled vehicle that's driven by the cherubim. You have the cherubim. You have the seraph uh, the the, the seraphim. I think I'm saying it right, right. Each of these has four wings and four faces of a man, a lion, a an ox, and an eagle. The Merkabah, right, is how you get out of here. Your blood is how you get out of here. It's about your blood, man. Oh no, I'm not tripping. I just heard, I just heard somebody's phone go off. Shit wasn't mine. I hear that Daniel. Anyways, um, this is important, man. This is real important shit because I, you know, when we're talking about blood and blood wars, right? Understand that that's why there's a war to lock down your DNA. That might have been me. Let me see. Oh, uh, shout out to my man down in Louisiana. They got a hurricane going on down there, man. Be sick, man. Yeah, that safe be there. Check on your loved ones down there. All right. So, I want y'all to really get this, man, because what we're dealing with here is deep, right? And, and I'm just giving you the very basics of this. Go get the book. If you haven't gotten it, go get the book. By takes 10, balls of fire. Okay. And then go follow that up with the other book that she wrote, um, the ISIS thesis. ISIS thesis, deals, it deals directly with the stuff, okay? Remember, this when they talk talking about this and this blood shit, and they're talking about the sun god destination and all of that, they're talking about your DNA, okay? Now, you're going to say, Joey, what does all this got to do with my nationality? I'm just trying to figure out how to get out the system. Well, my brothers and sisters, this is one of the ways you're gonna figure out how to get out of This goes beyond paperwork because the fear gotta be right first. Gotta be eaten right. You gotta be so tapped in and tuned in that once you pull yourself out the system you start seeing the matrix for what it really is.
0: Okay.
15: So when we're talking about blood, right? cosmic rays, rays of light, the solar system, your your blood type, right? Um, uh, 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 X-ray, right? You can't mention any of this stuff without talking about what they call consanguinity, okay? Which is blood relation, right? This is the property of being of the same kinship as another person, right? So in that aspect, um, consanguinity cons- Excuse me Is the quality of being Descended from the same ancestor As another person So the law of a lot of different jurisdictions Set out the degree Of consanguinity right? So in relation to prohibited Sexual relations, marriage parties Such rules are also used to Determine the heirs of an estate According to statutes right? And this governs uh, uh, Intestate secession Who's going to get the money in the family? That's what that your coverage, right? Which varies from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. So, in some places, in times, uh, a cousin marriage, marrying your cousin, was approved and expected in others. And in some places, it's taboo. It's called incest.
0: Okay?
15: So, the degree of uh, relative consanguinity can be illustrated with a consanguinity table, in which each level of lineal. Consanguinity, kind of or what they call generation or meiosis, uh, which means the lessening or the reduction of a division of, of your cell division. It means to introduce germ cells into your reproductive organs. It means uh, 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 messing with your sperm or your eggs for ladies. It involves two rounds of divisions that ultimately result in four cells with only one copy of each chromosome. These are called haploids. Diploids, haploids, this is what this deals with. Okay? So, when we talk about your genetic material, okay, from your mama to your daddy, this deals with chromosomes or the crossover, as we call it, right? Crossover to the other side. This deals with your telomeres. (laughs) I hope I'm not going over your heads because this shit is deep. Okay? Now, when they talk about the crossover, right, you want to cross over to the other side. This is what crossing over to the other side really, really looks like. The chromosome crossover. Okay. Um, now, crossing over occurs between what they call phases. So you have prophase one, metaphase one, and you have a telophase. And this is the process where Two homologous non-sister chromatids pair up with each other, and then they exchange different segments of genetic material to form two recombinant chromosomes, sister chromatids. So think of it like little X's, and then they the X's come together and they pair up with each other, right? Or eleven eleven A and B. You know, I can't make this shit up, right? So when you see eleven eleven on the clock, you see people talking about eleven eleven. That's what this is. This shit is, man. Crossing over. It's essential for the normal segregation of chromosomes. Nigga, can you cross over to the other side? Crossing over accounts for genetic variations because due to swapping of genetic material, crossing over, the chromatids held together by what they call a central mirror are no longer identical to each other. Okay. So chromosomes go on to meiosis two and then they separate from each other. That's okay? usually your daughter cells. Right. Okay? This is and this is why I talk about this shit because when we talk about blood types and all this. You can't talk about your blood type your nationality without talking about whether or not nigga have you crossed over to the other side. Your blood's not blue, it's red. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to give it to you straight No chasing. Ancestors ain't gonna play around with this shit. They're not gonna let you play around with it, they're not gonna let me play around it. Hey, these white folks can play around with this shit. But they're not gonna let you play around with it, right? So there are two popular overlapping theories that are crossing over, right? Um, the origin of meiosis deals with. So the first theory is the idea that meiosis has evolved as another method of your DNA repair to repair your DNA, right? And this is what I'm talking about. You can repair your own DNA. Okay. Um, because if you look at your telomeres, right, for your eleven eleven, right, if you're not doing shit correctly, you you know, if you if you if you're doing um a breeding with the wrong people, right? Then what happens is you begin to put little holes or grooves into your telomeres. Now, the second theory comes from the idea that meiosis is evolved from a bacterial transformation, transferring bacteria from one person to another. Okay. Um, and so in 1931, they, they did a study, right? And a lady by the name of Barbara McClintock, um, she she discovered what they call the triploid plant, right? So, um <clears throat> Basically, this was basically the size and the shape of the chromosomes, right? And they used the prophase the, 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 the or the metaphase stages to describe how you could morph from one side to the other. They, they're using some serious science on us. Okay. So, now, once they figured that out, and they understood, okay, your blood leads to the chromosomes. The chromosomes mean, I mean, this is, listen, this is, you're talking about the fountain of youth, the fountain of youth is in your blood. So, crossing, and that's why black people look so good when they age, right, provided that you take care of yourself. Crossing over and DNA repair are pretty much the same process. So, when you utilize, right, the, the protein complexes, the significance of your genome comes into place, right? So, when we're talking about your genes because what more like, man that it got some good genes that's what that is it's a bacterial transformation okay now bacterial transformation if you don't know is a a, a, a microbiology term okay it's a genetic alteration of a cell this results from uh, incorporating, what they call exogenous genetic material into your shit, into your membrane, your cell membrane, okay? So basically the the transformation takes place where the bacteria got to be in one state of competence and you're basically changing the nature of your own cell structures in the environment, okay? You don't believe me, go look this shit up now. All this shit's going to come up for you, okay? I'm not sitting here bullshitting you, I'm not. Telling you this information just for the hell of it. All right, now um, you gotta look up because you know this stuff is these are war games that they play, right? Straight up. Okay, now um, if you pull up Walter Plecker, right, and we talked about Walter Plecker before, right? Walter Plecker was American physician, right? He did what was known as the Racial Integrity Act, twenty four. So the act reinforced racial segregation by prohibiting interracial marriage and classifying as white, a person who has no trace whatsoever of any blood other than Caucasian. So the act of an outgrowth or eugenics, the whole eugenics movement and the scientific uh, racist propaganda that they pushed was done by Walter Plecker. The shit was racist. Right, you know, a long time ago in Egypt, um, people was classified by their cranium size. You'd be only dealing with motherfuckers, right? If y'all had the same type of cranium. So at birth, they knew who you was at birth by by how how your skull looked. They looked at your
3: skull. I'm
15: just trying to help y'all get this. Okay. So this Racial Integrity Act, um, you know, when you talk about Virginia, right, you have to deal with the Bureau of Vital Statistics, which is funny because isn't that who you still have to deal with to this day when they do corruption of blood on you by way of the birth certificate? The Racial Integrity Act requires all birth certificates and marriage certificates in Virginia. Include a person's race as either white or colored. Okay? Then the act classified all non whites, including Native Americans, as colored too. So they just went in and said, fuck it, we're going to destroy everybody's blood. Right? The act was part of a series of racial integrity laws that were enacted in Virginia to reinforce their racist ass ideas. Okay? This is where you get the one drop rule from, right? This is the the principle of racial classification, right? Basically, it said that any person uh, with even one ancestor of uh, one, excuse me, it said that any person with even one ancestor of Black ancestry, uh, the one drop Black blood, is considered to be Negro. So that's what they did, right? So the concept became codified into the law, right? And they made this shit law. So then, it was associated with the principle of invisible blackness. And it developed later, right? I tell you, man, these, these people have used your own shit against you, okay? For segregation, for slavery, okay? Hypodescent, okay? Hypodescent basically is where, um, in some societies, race and ethnic groups um, of people are, are seen as dominant or superior. Right? And others are seen as subordinate and inferior simply because of the fact that um there was an assignment by the dominant culture of children of mi- of a mixed union, right? Sexual relationships, hyper descendant relationships. Okay. Parallel reality type shit. This is where you get your anti miscegenation laws and shit from. And miscegenation was was basically saying, hey, these people can't they're not gonna be able to mix their blood type with each other. They did this way back in the day. Okay? They didn't want y'all mixing our blood types. Okay? Fortunately we got a constitution in this country. You do whatever fuck you want to do. But if you wanna mix your blood, you do that. That's 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 completely your prerogative. Okay? But some people wanted to keep their bloodline so pure because some people understood that their royal blood, their blood allowed them to ride up out of here. And if they mixed their blood with anybody else that wasn't going to be able to ride up out of here. Right? They wasn't going to be able to activate the Merkai boss or the light body and ride out of here. Now, you got to ask yourself, ladies and gentlemen, if your blood, if you knew that your blood was so strong that it could allow you to create generations of so-called gods, right? People who could rule the planet and people who could activate Star Trek and ride out of here. Would, would you practice anti-missagenation? You know, if you had the power to put that in place. Okay. This is important, man. This is really important. This is where your your one-drop rule came in place for your antebellum slavery, okay? Um, Your mixed race, your mulattoes, your racial segregation, your Native Americans, your indigenous people, my aboriginals, all of that, okay? So, understand this, that prior to colonization, okay? Um, In traditional communities, the idea of determining uh, blood or the, the, quote, degree of blood was and is unheard of. That wasn't a practice that we practiced in tribal communities, right? It wasn't until you had the BIA that came along and started doing – so Native American tribes did not use blood quantum until the U.S. government introduced the Indian Reorganization Act of 1934, Okay. So instead of determining the tribal status on the basis of kinship, lineage, and family ties, the Indian Reorganization Act came in and was like, look, we're going to give y'all a new deal. That's what they call it, the Indian New Deal. Okay. This basically reversed how culture was done because we're going to give them a new deal. Mm-hmm. This was done in the 25 U.S.C. matter of fact, it's under 48 stat 984 public law 73 through 383. Go look it up an act to conserve and develop Indian lands and resources to extend to Indians the rights of foreign businesses and other organizations to establish a credit system for Indians to grant certain rights um of home rule to Indians to provide for vocational education for Indians and other purposes. It's all there. So, so then you have what they call patrilineal tribes, right, which are um the male line, fear side. Or the agnatic kinship, this is a common kinship system, which is an individual's family membership derives from and is recorded through the father's lineage. so it generally involves the inheritance of property rights, names or titles by persons related through male kin. a patriline or the father's line, a person's father and additional ancestors is traced only through the male. Now in the Bible, right and also tribal membership. This appears to be transmitted to the father. So, for example, a person is considered to be a, a priest or a, a Levite or a Leviathan, right? If His father is a priest or a Levite, okay? So understand that we're talking about the, the third son of Jacob and Leah, the tribe of Levi. Okay? These are surnames, okay? So, um, you know, sometimes shit's done to your father. So because of this, right, they're called the chosen people. So by virtue of being the sons of Israel, that is the biological male descendants of Israel, who refer to as their father in the sense that um, the 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 lineal male ancestor line is there. They call it agnatic succession. Now, in European dynasties, right? This this agnatic succession applied um, in determining the names and the memberships of the dynasties. Okay. So, they did this shit in Europe. They did it in Asia. They did some places in Africa. Okay, where basically um, it, it was it was male preference, primogeniture. And I talked about primogeniture as well, right? So this is primogeniture. It's the it's the male primogeniture. It's passed down. It's it's the older sons, and their lines come before the younger sons and their lines, right? So the first son of the family is the one who gets the shit passed down to him. Okay. this is a hereditary title. This is something that is done done with blood. That's why my fuck is absolute primogeniture. that's what this is about right so so just understand this right you have orders of secession, so for example, in Canada, there's absolute primogeniture. the United States they' done away with this shit altogether. Other places you have elective and agnetic primogeniture. uh you have agnetic primogeniture. In um, other places you've got uh male preference primogeniture, you've got agnatic seniority. This is around the world, okay? Uh in Europe they have absolute primogeniture, agnatic primogeniture, elective, male preference primogeniture. Okay. Uh African monarchies have agnatic primogeniture, elective, and male preference primogeniture. In Asia they got uh absolute primogeniture Elective and agnatic primogeniture, agnatic primogeniture, elective and male-preference primogeniture. Okay, um, in the Middle East, they got absolute primogeniture, elective and agnatic primogeniture, agnatic primogeniture, agnatic seniority. Absolute equal or lineal primogeniture is a form of primogeniture, which is sex. Right? Excuse me. Which word is the? So the sex is irrelevant here. Like, the oldest surviving child. Okay? This is why this is important. This is why I told y'all, man, even in my family, I watched them try to kill off a whole lot of the first males. Just, before you just be dying. You'd be like, what, what how is everybody just mysteriously dying? What's What the hell is that about? It's primal gentr. Because you got people who don't want you beating your hands on money, property, land. It ain't just it ain't just happened in my family. It's happened in a whole lot of families. But I'm pointing it out for you. It's now on the record. Because nobody else speaks on this shit. So, this brings me back to the quantum laws. Blood quantum, what the federal government put in place, right? Or Indian blood laws, or uh, laws in the United States. In the former 13 colonies that define Native American status by fractions of Native American ancestry. These laws were enacted by the American government as a way to establish legally defined racial population groups. So by contrast, a lot of tribes and nations do not include blood quantum as part of their enrollment criteria. So a person's blood quantum is defined as a fraction of their ancestors out of their total ancestry. Right? So these are dominated as full-blooded, quote, Native Americans. So for instance, a person who is parent who's a full-blood Native American and one who has non-Native ancestry has the blood quantum of one-half. So nations that use blood quantum do so in combination with other criteria. So like in Omaha, the tribe of Omaha, they require quantum blood of one-fourth Native American ancestry, right? While Cherokee Nation has no requirement. and only requires lineal descent, which is a blood relative. Okay. the children, the grandchildren the great-grandchildren etc in a legal procedure says lineal descent refers to the acquisition of an estate by inheritance from a grandparent to a parent to a child, so the collateral descent refers to the acquisition of an estate or the real property by inheritance from a sibling to a sibling to a cousin to a cousin again my great i mean my my, my grandfather
1: was cherokee
15: his mother was cherokee. I also had people in my family who were Iroquois. I also had people in my family who were Lenape. They were Ag- speaking people. I also had um Blackfoot. You gotta figure out where your family originates at. Right? Who are you? So adopted children, right, who who um have adoption status, right? They 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 come within the meaning. they they call them Airships, they call them children of the body, right? They come within the meaning of the term lineal descendants, okay? So, in Native American tribes in the United States, tribal enrollment can be determined by lineal descent as opposed to a minimum blood quantum, okay? Now, we talk about blood quantum when we start looking at blood. Understand that the Indian removal act the whole trail of tears and all of that, right? This is where a lot of the issues of blood quantum came about that are still happening today. People were being forcibly removed. They they was committing genocide on these people, denationalization, right? And a lot of these people was in fear. The government basically were, uh, avoided being enumerated. Okay, this is where, listen, this is where a lot of your um, uh, 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 your, your blood feuds come from. I talked about this, right? What can, I told you, blood is not blue, it's red. But you have those who understand technology, oh, not technology, DNA is technology. Those who understand DNA to such a point... That, that they call themselves blue. This is where you get your blue blood from. This is where you get your faction of. And I, I mean no disrespect to any group of people, but this has to be said so people understand. This is where you get your cribs from. This is where you, this is where um, your bloods come from, right? You're either a real one, or, you, or you're using quantum leaps, if you will. Right. you hear that that term, the quantum leap. That's what this really is. It's a modern day misconception, right? Okay. I, personally, I don't care which way you go. Just know who you are. These American nations, right? Um, that you know, they have a certain level of sovereignty, but they've also given up a certain level of sovereignty um, to the Bureau of Indian Affairs and the federal government through trust relationships. Right, not developing their own trust relationships Okay And w- when this type of stuff happens Okay um, A lot of policies And shit get put in place And a lot of shit happens That becomes a problem Right So the origin of blood quantum Goes back to like 1705 in Virginia Right And, and they adopted the Indian blood law And this basically limited civil rights Of Native Americans And people of one half or more Native ancestry So this could have an effect of basically regulating who classified as, quote, Native American. Then in the 19th and the 20th century, the U.S. government said the tribal members had to be defined for the purposes of federal benefits or annuities. The government knows that that shit is wrong, and I'll tell you how they know. They've, all, they've already started giving up a lot of that money into private trust. They called it the Pocahontas Clause. This allowed people who had a claim of one sixteenth American Indian ancestry to be considered white, despite the otherwise unyielding climate of the one-drop rule. Excuse me. Yeah, do y'all see what I'm saying, see, This, this how real this shit is. You know. So, uh, the the one <laughs> the one-drop rule is a serious rule. Right. Um, But this whole Pocahontas exception, right? The exception regarding blood quantum was included as an amendment, right? In the original act, Um, you can see this in, in what they call the first families of Virginia, okay? They claimed that they were descendants of Pocahontas.
0: Okay?
15: So... Um, I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot of information here, man, for, for y'all to be able to, to really deal with. All this is, like I said, it's all military shit. It's oh, all really? military exercise. Some of y'all need to go read the law of the Galicia. understand this, right? Because the feud, the blood feud, right, is a cycle of retaliatory violence. With the relatives or associates of someone who's been killed or otherwise wronged or dishonored seeking vengeance by killing or otherwise physically punishing the culprits? Right? It's not like that. You can't have no vendetta against your own people. Right? But there's people out here who, who, who think like that on such a fucked up level. Their mentality is gone. Okay? They think that they've been wrong. But they never stopped to go get a blood test. They never stopped to go do their own research on their own DNA. If you was really divine, you'd know who you was. You wouldn't have to have no blood feud for it. Okay? Blood feuds are common in societies with um, what they call a weak rule of law. Right? So when you ain't got no rule of law in, in, in a country or a particular society, right, people, their blood gets spilled. Let's stop trying to spill each other's blood and start trying to fix the problems. There's enough land on this planet for everybody. Everybody's supposed to be equal. we all supposed to be equal. we all supposed to be living abundantly. Okay? Now, you go to the ancient Hebraic context, right? It was considered the duty of the individual and the family to avenge evil on the behalf of God. So the executor of the law of blood, um, they call it blood revenge, right? who put the initial killer to death was given a special designation. They called it the Goel Hadam or the blood avenger or the blood redeemer. This is in the book of Numbers 3519. right? Then they had what was known as the six cities of refuge. Right, These were established to provide protection and due process for any unintentional manslayer. So the avenger was forbidden from harming the unintentional killer if the killer took refuge in one of these cities. Now, the Oxford Companion to the Bible states... But since life was viewed as sacred, Genesis nine six, no amount of blood money could be given as recompense for the loss of life of an innocent person. It had to be life for life. Exodus twenty one twenty three, Deuteronomy nineteen
0: twenty one. Okay, it's in
15: your it's it's in the books. Okay, so now the Middle Ages, from the beginning to the end, right? Particularly the feudal era lived under the sign of. They call private vengeance So they try to do shit in trust This is that bullshit Oh well we need to set up trust So that we can take niggas down Come on man Let's like for real right? So the honest of course Right um, Lay above all of the wrong individuals So vengeance was imposed On this person as the most sacred of duties So the solitary individual However could do but little and so moreover, it was commonly a death that had to be avenged. So in the case, the family group went into action and the fight or the feud came into being. So to use the old Germanic word, which spread little by little through the whole part of Europe, the vengeance of the kinsmen, which we call the fight, the fight, the fight, or the, fight uh, the the Let me see if I'm pronouncing it right. The faida. It's it's spelled F A I D A, right? This is a, a German expression, okay? But no moral obligation, right? Is more sacred than this. So when we talk about blood here, so the whole kindred, right, is placed as a rule under the command of the chieftain. <laughs> You're not hearing me though. The, the the chieftain took up arms to punish. The murder of one of the members Or merely a wrong that he had been suffered This is some deep 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 shit Okay I told you man this is some military shit that you're dealing with That's why you gotta know who you're dealing with at all times Motherfuckers be thinking shit sweet It really ain't Look I gotta take a break We're gonna take a quick break but before I do, let me give you this, right? We're, We're going to go to the car lines, because I'd love to hear what y'all got to say about this. Um, <clears throat> When we talk about this, right, you got to look at, you know, got to look at the chieftain. The chieftain is a tribal chief. He's the leader of a society, right? The concept of a tribe, okay, is, is, is a, you know, a society, a band of people, a civilization, right? All of these different things. But, you must understand that before you take up a quote-unquote blood
3: war, you better be goddamn sure that
15: you're doing that shit with the purposes that it was meant for. Number one. Number two, we're living in a time now where, um, you know, we have equity courts for a reason. We have courts of equity for a reason. 'Cause you can't just go around and do ethnic cleansing, committing genocide, <laughs> and depopulation on people. Right? Just because you feel like you've been wrong. It doesn't work that way. You'll get your shit split quick. We'll be right back, man. Be to the gods. <laughs>
5: Hell no, I can't quit. Hell no, man. We got too much money to get shot. Stay down. Grandma. Huh? I'm just fucking being a star. they just that close to quitting. I never should have came close to me. But I wanna be a musician. Pimpin' not a politician. Listen, feel my
0: position. It's a rough transition. Plus, I'm way too deep in the game. Could trying to change. For fortune and fame and glamour. I could be in a slam. A 6 feet under lounge. It's a
5: blessing to breathe. I walk the street with seven felonies. I'm blessed to be free. Get Somebody up in heaven who keep blessing the G. TIP will still be blessing CDs Some haters you can see these Cause I'm back now with something to prove Everything the game to lose I oughta start smacking niggas when there's nothing to do They too big, shoot them in the leg And even the hoes, Cajun with Captain c R. Trap with KT, and bra with JR But hold with DT, broke bread with JG Switch labels like KP What fuck did all that pill. me? Even know I'd rather go it's like a drug and shit It's a gang of niggas and bitches
0: really love this shit I can't quit Even the police just hate the cheat Rappers hate it cause they know I'm the shit Hell no, I can't quit Them niggas hating on the money I'm getting Most of them hate cause I'm fucking they bitch Now
5: nah, pep I can't quit Them niggas hating on the rocks and the rain Some of them hate cause they don't think I'm the kind Hell no, I can't quit People hate it when you're better than them They ain't they ain't start worrying me. Hey, I'm winning the game a album and two deals, For real. We I know I should've sold two million least It's all good, though. No, I float for the streets, I do it for y'all. Every weekend, see who in the mall. Still in the trap, signing your shirts, giving you doubt. kicking it witchin' it, get you in your hook in Holding for pictures with girls, Give them kisses and hoin, I look at it, dope. Pants the niggas control. One of the realest rappers niggas I know. When niggas behave to the point where they be calling the same. I'm playing from but they respect it, cause I'm ready and and I see they petty and bogus I want you to know this The comfort you know this Niggas in the game ain't real Gotta stay sell the Cause the fame ain't shield. And fucking units that ain't name a say It'll break your heart Bucky, And your nigga. favorite rapper flame to I can't quit Even though police hate them legit And rappers hate it cause they know I'm the shit Hell now I can't quit Them niggas hating on the money I'm getting most of them hating Cause I'm fucking they bitch Nah, pep and I can't quit Them niggas hating on the roster some of them hate cause they don't think I'm the Hell no, I can't quit People hate it when you're better than them They ain't I ain't start worrying I'm winning, they can't quit Some of the people, some of the time But some of you rhyme, but they might not like one of the lines I tell you what I'll let you criticize me one of the times so Those of you think I'm too cocky, give. Yo, don't like my ego or my air, you flow Don't like that when you say I'm tight, I say I already know Don't like how I was talking shit before my amp could blow Think oh. like I need to calm it down, be more like the average Joe So, fuck you, just thoughts in that little house you think I'm in Get a Benz, I value your opinion in Think like I give a fuck how many times I recommend Fuck what you recommend, I'm back again I can't quit Even them police hate them to cheat Rappers hate it cause they know I'm the shit Hell oh, now, I can't quit Them niggas hating them the money I'm getting, most of them hating Cause I'm fucking they bitch Now I'm pepping, I can't quit Some niggas hating on the rocks and the rain Some of them hate cause they don't think I'm the kind I hate no, now, I can't quit People hate it when you're better than them They ain't, ain't start worrying it ain't Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with
0: Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation.
13: Have you made a lot of money out of your music?
12: Money. I mean, what is, how, much is, how much is a lot of money to you? Yeah, that's a good question. Have, have you made... Say, millions of dollars? No. Are you a rich man? What do you mean, rich? What do you mean? You have a lot of
4: possessions,
13: a lot oh. of money in the bank.
4: Possessions make you rich? I don't, I don't have that type of richness. My richness is life,
13: forever.
0: All right, we're back. Let's go to
15: the car lines.
0: Six
15: three one seven nine
14: six 796 on
0: the line. 631-796. 796
15: on the line. Hello. You know what? I question myself about that. I really and truly... We're going to close that out. Three one four two eight zero. you're on the line. Peace to the
3: God What's happening brother? Peace to the God How you feel my brother? Now, good, now this blood... oh, good Now this blood Good Now this bloodline here You know I know that the military You know On your dog tag You got your blood uh, They put your blood uh type Your on the dog tag yep
0: you
15: know, know
3: so, not, so huh yep that, it, so it, it, that to know whether i get injured uh who you can get blood from right but the thing of it is is for us to to navigate through this 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 matrix you know i know um is it is it a fact that the the giants they had the old positive blood? Yeah, uh, that's
15: that 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 would be original blood. I mean, the giants were were said to be some of the first ones on the earth. Okay, I can't verify that right now. With with, with fact, I would say that if I had to second a chance, I I would be true.
3: okay so so with this information that you you're presenting uh what is the best way for a person to navigate through this with with their blood type i would say figure out what your blood type is number one once you figure
15: out what it is put it on record put it into the trust um, you know, and you can, you can use some of the, you know, like for instance, if you've got native blood or aboriginal blood that, 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 that tie you back in, um, I think that, um, it would probably be best to learn the probate process. There's a probate process that goes along with this, um, and I'll teach that at the seminar. but I, you know, there's, there's not enough time to really teach that on the air, right? And it's really a private process, but there's a process that goes along with this. Where you're able to go back and you're able to get compensation for the, the indignities or the wrongs that have been done, for the corruption, the blood. So mm-hmm. it's a probate process. This, this all goes back to court, you know. Like John always said, all roads lead to court. This this should lead you back to court. Right. Right. So so mm-hmm. probate
3: court is the equity court, is what you're saying? Yeah, right. that's right. Pro- yeah, probate court is the equity court,
15: and there's actually an there's an equity jurisdiction. You, you you do a petition essentially, you
3: know, with all the facts. Right, right. You 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 you, you make your complaint. You 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 put your bill
15: that's in. That's right, and, and um, it goes in front. It actually goes in front of a of an equity board for this type of issue, to be able to be able uh-huh. to. Uh, to to governing your own lands and resources into your own trust relationship. This all comes back to trust,
3: right? Right. So, uh, another question: Do you file your trust in probate? In Missouri, either. You know. In
1: Missouri,
3: some other, other places. Some other places. Oh, You're going in and out
9: So yeah
15: missouri is in probate and some other places it's the port ordinary other places it's um it, it's at the county it just depends on where you're at
3: right right okay okay yeah all so right I'm gonna take peace to the guys. yeah it's a it's a process you know yeah. but i just want to uh that's what i wanted to get with you is just Work with these young people on on the process, you know, because you know it it it's for them. Absolutely, that's what I'm. I said that's absolutely. That's okay.
15: What yeah, I know that. I know like, that. Like you know what, we, we got a consultation too. I'm gonna, um I'm gonna call you tomorrow so we
3: can knock that out. Okay. All right, my brother. Hey I'm right. I'm on year I'm on call. Right. Peace,
15: okay. To okay. God. Hey brother, good talking to you. Peace to God. We we'll go to six
10: three one seven nine six. You are you there? Yeah, I think
15: they got they, they got their own show going on over there. All right, that's what it is. Um, I'm gonna say peace to y'all. We are out of here. Uh, we're gonna make more commerce If you need to holler at me. Uh, The audience has significantly lessened over the last months, whatever that's about. But if you know some people who want to hear this conversation, man, or who who could benefit from it, just tell them to tune in, man. Uh, You know, I think a lot of people could benefit from this type of stuff, all right? But with that being said, I'm going to say peace to y'all. I hope that y'all have a a great week. And um, y'all know where I'm at, man. I'll talk to y'all Friday. All right? Peace.
6: Slice <laughs> huh. yeah, shit. Yeah. Slice shit is like, slice, it's it's bump the fuck out. So for real. See, to live, and to suffer, And to survive. Well, that's the fine meaning, to find meaning in the suffering. Hey, you know I'm slipping, I'm i can't get up. You hey, know I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. You hey, know I'm slipping. I'm I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up Get back off my feet till I can tear shit up I've been through mad different phases Like mazes to find my way And now I know that happy days are not far away If I'm strong enough, I'll live long enough to see my kids Doing something more constructive with the time and things I know because I've been there, now I'm in there I Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there first. Came the bullshit, the drama with my mama. She got on some fly shit, so I split. And said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. Bagging niggas when I caught a bus Thinking about how short I was. Going too fast, I wouldn't last. But yo, I couldn't tell. Group homes and institutions prepare my ass for jail. They put me in a situation forcing me to be a man when I was just learning to stand without a helping hand. Damn. Wasn't my fault, son of my debt To make a father leaving first kid at seven Doing my first bit. Back on the scene at 14 Real a scheme To get more green Than I'd ever seen In the dream And by all means I will be living high off the hall And I never gave a fuck about much But my dog That's the only motherfucker I'd hit off in my last. It's another little nigga Headed nowhere fast Ayo, hey, I'm slipping i falling I can't get up Ayo, hey, I'm slipping i I can't get up Ayo, hey, I'm slipping I'm falling got to get up so I can tear shit up Ayo, hey, I'm slippin', I'm fallin' I can't get up Ayo, hey, I'm slippin', I'm fallin' can't get up Ayo, hey, I'm slippin', I'm fallin' I got to get up Get back on my feet So I can tear shit up That ain't the half the shit gets worse As I get older Actions become bolder Heart got gold, chip on my shoulder that I dare a nigga to touch Didn't need a click Cause I stand a nigga that much One deep With the pitch Starting shit with kicks Catching Vicks Throwing bricks Getting five, Being slick Used to get high Used to get by, used to have to fuck my. 11 in the morning, rubber jet fly. Ate something, couple of forties baby, hate something. After some coke, now I'm ready to take some. Three years later, showing signs of stress. Didn't keep my hair cut, don't give a fuck how I dress. I'm possessed by the darker side, living the cruddy life. Shit like this kept a nigga with a bloody knife. Wanna make records, but I'm fucking it up. I'm slipping, falling, can't get up. Hey I'm slipping, falling, I can't get up. Hey I'm slipping. I'm I can't get up, hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up, get back on my feet so I can tear shit up, I can't get up, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up, hey, I'm, slipping. I'm, can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up, get back on uh, my feet so I can tear uh, shit up, wasn't long before I hit rock bottom, niggas talking shit like damn, look how that kind of got open like a window. More indoors, look at a video, say to myself that to the been Ass on the TV, believe me, it could be done. Something got to give, got to change Now I got a son. I got to do the right thing for shorty, and that means no more getting high, bigger 40, so I get back looking tight, slick again. Fake niggas jump back on my dick again. Nothing but love for those that know how i feel it Much respect to all my niggas that kept it real, kept a nigga strong, kept a nigga from doing wrong. Niggas know who they is, and this is your fucking song. And to my boo, who stuck with a nigga through all the bullshit, you get yours because it's too hey you do. And you're slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. And hey you're know slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. And hey you're know slipping.
13: Keep it locked.
5: You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, Evolution Radio. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation.